Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We are on with Bob DeWitt for another episode of Day Tripping with Bob DeWitt. Welcome to the program, Bob. Thank you. Good to have you back. You've been on vacation. Yeah, but I I, uh, I took a, a different route than you. I went off. I didn't do a day trip. Uh, uh, I may do a day trip. Uh, my wife still got a, a few more days of vacation, but we went clear down to Florida to Pensacola and. Uh, and I'm, I'm still a little worn out from all that driving and everything. It's getting to where gas is more than uh, the motel bills, or at least equal to. Yeah, we we had a Prius, and I bet we spent 200 bucks in gas driving there and back. I mean, yeah, crazy. But crazy. Uh, we did have a good time. And it's still a beautiful country, if not a well-run country. Yeah. But you are, and the subject of this thing is Trek Fest. You went to Trek Fest, didn't you? I went to Trek Fest, and actually, this is going to be kind of a quick one because I I was just there a couple hours. Uh, it's pretty neat. I always wanted to go. Last year, I went uh, on a Friday at noon, uh, actually just looking for a corn dog because you know these little festivals usually have that. And I didn't realize Trek Fest starts uh, around five o'clock in the evening on Friday, and then all day Saturday. So, so it was kind of a waste last year, but this year I went, and it. it it was what I expected, a small town parade with fire trucks and uh, uh, tractors and Shriner cars and uh, just uh, yeah, a lot of American flags waving, which is kind of neat to see. But um, uh, Riverside, Iowa, for folks that don't know, uh, is the future birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk of the Star Press Enterprise, or Starship Enterprise. And... Uh, Several years ago, and I don't know the exact date, but uh, one of the council members uh, in Riverside, who was a big fan of the Star Trek franchise, uh, read that Captain Kirk was born in a small town in Iowa, and he decided to take it to the council that they should claim him as a future resident, and uh, by a split vote, uh, they agreed to do that. And somehow they got a hold of, uh, it, it got picked up worldwide. And uh, uh, Gene Rodenberry, the creator of the show, uh, caught it and was questioned. And he says, you know, as far as he was concerned, the first town to claim it got it. So with his blessing, they uh, they, they became the future uh, birthplace of, of Captain Kirk. And they changed the... Uh, the name on their sign, which used to say, Welcome to Riverside, where the best begins, they changed it where the trek begins. And they've had these celebrations. All their street signs have the different character uh, from the original Star Trek TV series. And this year they had uh, the Klingons, Robert O'Reilly, and these guys are 72 years old. And uh, Robert O'Reilly was in uh, a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of TV shows. You might not know the name, but you've probably seen him. Uh, his biography says he's had arguments with Carol O'Connor, a gunfight with Willie Nelson, been arrested by Bill Shatner, uh, all in the name of the bad guy. And uh, he appeared in Star Trek The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine as Chancellor Goron, the leader of the Klingon Empire. And uh, the other gentleman that was there was uh, S.G. Hertzler, and uh, 
he was General Morlock or Moorcock in in the Deep Space Nine series, and he's done Broadway and and uh, interesting guys actually to talk to, and they were in full costume uh, and just having the time of their lives. They were singing and 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 honestly, I, I'm more into the '60s TV, not the movies, but uh, they were doing some chanting and uh, photo ops with, and I mean you go to get a picture with them and you're getting 10 or 12 pictures because they're they're shaking their fist and pointing at you and and they love my shirt i had my uh uh uranus space force shirt on this on the back of it it says keeping uranus klingon free since 19 whatever <laughs> uranus and they they pointed to that and laughed and i got pictures front and back of the shirt with them so it was it was kind of cool but I didn't stay for you know they had the beer tent they have a they have a, uh, they have a band they, it's just a, a little community festival and uh, I wish I could have stayed longer but it just it just didn't work out but I've never seen so many Spock ears and they were on sale for uh, five dollars a piece but I, I didn't participate but people dressed up in costumes uh, you know from from mainly from the original series. Uh, but it, it was it was fun, you know. It was like uh, Americana, small town Iowa. You, you know, you can't you can't beat it. Still a lot of patriotism there, and uh, it was just neat to see. Like I said, I I, I didn't uh, didn't stay for the whole thing, but uh, I seen a lot of pride in uh, in the state and a lot of pride in the country. And you just that's what people need to see. These small towns, uh, you know, this isn't New York or Chicago or or Los Angeles. This this is what America is supposed to be about. It was just fun to see. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, the last bastion of what used to be America. Yep, you're right. But neat town. Uh, you know, we've been over there a couple times. They've they've got the uh, this the uh, museum, and it's actually the the Riverside uh, Historical Society, I think. So it's got it's got history of the area. Uh, but it's got a whole Star Trek museum. You can stand in the transporter room and get your picture taken. And it's just it's just as campy as the TV show was, which makes it great to me. It just makes it it just makes it a neat experience. So and the museum is donations only and it's open. It's open all the time. Uh uh, the voyage, the voyage home, I think, is a Facebook page for it. But if if you get on Facebook and look up Trek Fest, Riverside, Iowa, it, it's got all the information, and it'll link you to the uh, museum too. So, kind of a short one today as far as traveling. But on the subject of traveling, and I talked to you a little bit about this. My my daughter put a uh, uh, a thing on my uh, an app on my iPhone. And it's uh, called Upside, U-P-S-I-D-E. And what it does, it, it, and you made this point, it's like the old green stamps. You get a, you get a, uh, a percent off of your gas, and it goes into a fund that you can download into uh, either PayPal account. You can get a Walmart gift card. I mean, there's uh, Best Buy. There's all kinds of places you can uh, redeem your money once you get it in there and it takes two or three days to get it in but i've used it twice and the first time was at a casey's and uh, it gave me 65 cents a gallon into my fund and i think i got 15 gallons so uh not bad and then the second time 
I used it at a truck stop in Southern Illinois and I got 45 cents a gallon. So it, it's worth looking at if you're doing any traveling at all, uh, especially with the price of gas. And, and the first one was a promotion because I was new. So they gave me, they sent me an email and said, you know, we're, we're going to give you an extra 20 cents. And, uh, and then I didn't respond to it because I didn't need gas. And then two days later, I got another uh, email there, give me an extra 40 cents. So uh, pretty neat little little way to recoup some of your money if you're traveling much. It would have been great for you going south. Yeah, we, we spent some money on fuel, that's uh, for sure. Uh, this uh, Trek Fest, though, uh, yeah. the, uh, I think I saw a movie. You know, after the, you know, it's, it's almost unbelievable someone in government came up with a good idea, but it, it, it might have been suggested by someone not in the government, I'm not sure, but but they, they when they claim this uh, Riverside is the home of uh, Trek Fest, it, uh, you see the producer of that show, he saw it, and then when they uh, made a movie, there was a scene where he was growing up in Riverside, though. Was, oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no. There, it, I can't remember which movie it was, but uh, the movie is the beginning, you know, or somewhere near the beginning of the movie. He's dreaming or something, and he's back in, uh, back home on the farm with his aunt and uncle. You know, uh, it's right there in Riverside. So, so it, it actually made it into the Trek series. Well, I tell you, they they embrace it. Uh, the, one of the funny things, well, of course, they've got a. a, a plaque where, or a stone that says future birthplace uh, where the house is going to be and uh, and the, the Murphy's Bar Grill, which closed but was just uh, reopened by another family, uh, under the pool table, they've got a sign that he was conceived there. So I don't know if it's still, <laughs> I don't know if it's still a bar then in the future or will be a bar in the future or if it's actually a, a hotel or what, but I, I thought that was kind of funny to see that sign. Yeah, the Riverside, uh, it's kind of a nice community, and uh, they got a casino just outside of town there a little bit, Riverside Casino. So there is a lot to do in that area. It's good. To, uh, Iowa City's real close, and uh, uh, if you ever get into Washington, Iowa, which is another place very close, uh, they have the oldest continually running movie theater in the world from 1891 or 97 or something like that, still today. Really? In yeah. Washington? Yeah, Washington, Iowa. They it's called the State Theater. And uh like I say, it's been it's been running since the eighteen nineties today and it's never been closed once. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. I've been there. I used to call in the hospital there, but you know, it's one of those things I was in and out when I was working. Yeah, I know. Try driving a semi and want to see things. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I you bet. can't even pull into a parking lot without people trying to run you off, you know. I mean, yeah. it is a, it's a, it's a difficult life for those guys out there, and I know the price of fuel is not making life any easier on them. Yeah, and I don't really understand why diesel is so much more than gas because there's less refining to diesel. So yeah, it doesn't think. take it, it. It's not as you know. There's a, it's a lot less of a process to make it, but I do think that the, I would imagine the demand for it is higher. Uh, well, sure, sure. I mean, yeah. I, I, there was at one time where 52% of the vehicles on the road were commercial trucks. 
Is that right? I didn't know that. But, but not not surprising now nowadays probably not because there's so many restrictions places like like California I I think you've got to be in a union to actually uh, yeah get get on the docks and uh, you know they've kind of shut down ind- independent truckers so some of the yeah, some that's of this, a uh, that's a that's the the kind of decisions I'm used to the government making yeah uh, yeah yeah they also right. lost forty percent of their truck drivers. I know it's crazy. I mean, you talk about the shortage and then the price increases with what what it's costing to get the the products to the stores now. You've got to expect. I mean, they can't eat that. You know, they've got a profit margin, and and uh, if it's all taken up in fuel, something's got to give. So well, there's a lot of truck drivers parking their trucks and just taking regular jobs because they just yeah. can't make any money. And yeah, I don't blame them. I don't, don't blame them. I mean, it's costing me seventy five dollars to fill up a little Chevy. Yeah, so. and it is, uh, it's killing America, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, it really is. I mean, I, even my day trips are getting less and less. Uh, we're going to the next Wednesday, me and uh, Steve Pegler, that owns a Scooby van, we're meeting for lunch over at Grandma's Restaurant uh, at, by the Iowa 80 truck stop. We're going to the the uh, trucking museum, it, it just opened a big addition, so they've got some more vehicles in there, so we're going to go check that out. Uh, Is that at the I-80 uh, truck stop in Walcott? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been in the museum there for the truckers? No, I've stayed at that truck stop so many times, uh, at, and it's the world's biggest truck stop, Yeah, and I, I have, there was twice where there wasn't any spaces at all. I couldn't even get in there to sleep. That is yeah. so busy. My favorite, you know, that you can do your laundry there. You can, uh, but they have a big movie theater, you know. Yeah. And yeah, you can much. you can pick out the movie that you want to watch, you know, and, and it just kind of goes in turns. And I'd always pick out True Grit, and then uh, it would start out. There'd be like me and two other people in there, and then people would walk by and see True Grit was on, and by the time it was over, it's always packed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't know if they make very good movies anymore. But uh. well, as an old trucker, you ought to check out that uh, that trucking museum. It's donation only, and they've got and it's not just it's not just tractor trailers. I mean, they've got uh, please paddy wagons, uh, stuff way back. Uh, you know, it's like a big automotive museum, really. It's got trucks and, and, and uh, not a lot of cars, but but. You know everything from pickups to tractor trailers, and and most of them are restored. There there's some that are, they haven't touched yet, but they do a lot of restorations there. They were re- uh, rebuilding a Wells Fargo uh, armored car, and I don't know if it's done yet. I'm kind of hoping when I get over there to see the expansion next week that it's done. But uh, it, it's it's really cool. That's it's amazing the the amount of things. My favorite's an old, I'm guessing 1930. Uh, Coca-Cola delivery truck, you know, with full of bottles, you know, the sides are open and, and uh, it's got the cases with full bottles in it. And uh, that's probably one of my favorites there. And they got the remake of an old Texaco station and, and then a lot of car uh, toys, you know, the old uh, uh, Tonka trucks and uh, they've got a whole section for toys and, and uh, it's, it's just a neat, neat museum. And, and we, we found it a few years ago and, 
and I've been back two or three times. And last time we were there, they had to, it looked like they were doubling the size of the building. So I called them last week to see if the expansion was done, and and uh, she said yes, it is. So we're gonna we're gonna head over there for lunch and check out the the new expansion of the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum. It's it's uh, on Facebook too under Iowa 80 Trucking Museum. Oh, yeah. We started out talking about Trek Fest in uh, Riverside, and now I'm going to tell you something about called Truck Fest. Truck oh, Fest yeah. is at is is at Walcott. Now, once a year in the summer, they have a whole week, and they have really big time bands come in there and play. And it's there's there's carnival like, and I mean, people come from everywhere for Truck Fest. That's a that's another cool one. But I'll have the, to look that up. I hope it's not next week. I don't like crowds. There was a, <laughs> a a trip. I guess it would be a semi-day trip. The the first thing I wanted to do on the, on my trip was to go to Cahokia uh, to the uh, uh, it's Cahokia in, it's, Mound. I've never been there. Yeah, the Cahokia Mound. It's the largest. It was the largest uh, settlement in North America. Uh, it had. Uh, uh, big mounds there too. And there was, you know, thousands of people living there. They call them the Mississippi people. And there's all kinds of uh, awesome uh, artifacts and stuff there, but they're all, there's a museum that goes with it. And uh, I checked into it and the museum was closed (laughs) for renovations. They're trying to to make it better or whatever. So that sometimes they got to do that. But uh, I didn't know if you'd never been there, but you've heard of that. Oh yeah. It's on my list. It's something we want to do. And, uh, we just haven't made it down there. Well, what's that so, app called again? I want to mention that one more time. What's that? The app that you used? Oh, it's called Upside. Upside. U-P-S-I-D-E, and I, I think you comparing it to the green stamps is probably pretty accurate. Well, that's because I'm old Bob. Uh, I can remember green stamps, I guess. Oh, I, me too. Me too. But yeah, we used to get those at the grocery store, and uh, you, you get a book along with it, and you fill up. All the stamps, and then uh, so many stamps would buy you a fishing pole or a or a coffee pot or a, oh, you had all these things you could pick out that you could. Yeah, get. well, this one will get you could you could have a gift card sent to you when you redeem it from oh hundreds of stores, or you could send it right to a PayPal account where you just get the cash. So uh, I'm gonna run it for I don't know, I figured every time I hit a hundred bucks I'll get it out. I don't know I might just let it sit there too for that matter. Well, it's a, it's still a, a, a beautiful country, and there's a lot of great people in it. It's not such a, such a beautiful, wonderful country. It's odd. I'm not sorry about anything that the country ever did before. I'm only uh, sorry about the way it is now. Yeah, me too. I, I tell you, it's kind of nice to turn off the radio and the TV and just uh, take these trips and, and visit the small town. You know, well, not I'm, just I'm surprised you could break country. yourself away from these January 6th uh, yeah. Yeah, shows on television, of, you know. What a joke. Yeah, a joke. I, I, I call it the world's boring Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> I have not watched one minute of it. It's like, I, uh, it's like... Uh, they're trying to set the Guinness Book of World's Record for lowest ratings, I think. Yeah, I figure until they do a hearing about uh, burning down federal buildings and uh, killing people over the last two summers, then, then I'll be more interested in the January 6th. I, I don't know how that was a, 
a riot when all the burning down of buildings. And, you know, I think uh, it was odd. They had, uh, they were talking about an insurrection in Congress and outside the doors, they were having a uh, protest slash insurrection about uh, Roe versus Wade. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there was a much more damaging protest going on at the same time. So. Well, and, you know, the narrative is that uh, abortions are now banned in the United States, and that's not that's not what it is. It's no, it's not. not. It's not at all. If you got a mailbox, you can get an abortion. Well, that's what I said. It's going to be a big boon to Illinois' economy, because nothing will change here. You'll be able to kill them right up until the day they're born. Yeah, or 10 days after if uh, the Democrats get their way on that one. Yeah, yeah. I think they should just call that that pre uh, kindergarten time uh, a kid's probationary period. I guess maybe. Apparently, while they're deciding what gender they are. <laughs> what, what happened to this country? Well, son, we wanted a girl, and you don't seem to be interested in it, so you got to go. Oh, brother. Anyway. Well, let's see what former President Donald Trump has to say about this episode. And then I tweeted, you know. Many minutes between Facebook and Twitter, it's great. It's like owning a newspaper without the losses. It's incredible. <laughs> it well, is incredible, Don. That sounds like the, the best one ever. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap this one up. Thanks, Bob. We're talking right. Trek Fest in uh, Riverside, Iowa. We appreciate the talk and appreciate the picture. Thanks, Bob. We'll find something else to talk about it next week. All right.